Hello, hello, hello on tonight. Listen, this is Antoinette coming from Little Angels Drop-In LLC podcast. On tonight is two things I'm going to talk about. And thank you for listening if you're on as I do this recording. Two things I'm going to talk about tonight. Number one, I'm going to talk about how COVID-19 is impacting the child care providers. Um, The last episode that I made back in May... I basically was talking about the mothers and how it was impacting the um, families. But tonight, I'm going. I pulled an article from zero to three dot org, and I'm going to talk about how um, how COVID nineteen is impacting childcare providers. And also, I'm going to tell you uh, number two. I'm going to give you an experience on tonight how um, I came in contact with two teachers that are still working through this uh, the ending or. Uh, the ending of the pandemic or however you want to call it, because we're still dealing with this uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic, whether people want to believe it or not. And so tonight I'm going to be reading you an article from zero to three. And this is how it goes. Despite the key role child care providers are playing in support of other essential industries during the COVID-19 crisis, the child care system as a whole is at risk of collapse due to the economic impact Providers and families of infants and toddlers speak to the issues. Despite the key role child care providers are playing in support of other essentials industries during the COVID-19 crisis, the child care system as a whole is at risk of collapse due to the economic impact. Many providers are closing their programs, unable to sustain operation with diminishing enrollment. Others are staying open despite the physical risk to support the need of working families in their community. Providers and families of infants and toddlers speak to the issue. And so in here, this is what it's also saying. Why is early childhood educators work view so minimal compared to others? During this crisis, we expected to be frontliners. Now others see our value in society, how important we are. This, this is Anita out of um, Anita Child Care Provider from Greensboro, North Carolina. The physical and health and safety. We know that we are putting both our team and families in harm's way by being open, but we have not closed. The few families we are serving are essential workers or families who are trying to work from home, who employers do not understand that working from home with a small child is hard. They bring us to their children because they worry about surviving through their own business cuts. Renee, child care provider from Appleton, I think, um, Wisconsin. As a small private child care provider serving few essential workers, we made the difficult decision to close for the protection and safety of our children, families, and staff. Our future is uncertain and we need physical relief for our employees and our ability to sustain this circumstance. This is Michelle, a child care provider from Tracy, California. This is another one out of Inglewood, California, uh, Colorado. I am a toddler teacher. I cannot afford health insurance. My son died in January before the pandemic because I was too scared of the emergency room bill. So I took him to a careless clinic where he received very little care. I walked out thinking he only had a little bug. He died less than three days later. I, are we going to wait for the next pandemic to move to a system of natural, nationalized health care? Lika, child care provider from Englewood, Colorado. If the children, 
I serve are still hungry after the recommended portion for their age. There is no second serving now. Stores have limited supplies, any limits on amount purchased in our area, and they are raising prices. My own children will not be getting a second serving of food or more milk because childcare children also need these items. I had to witness my daughter cry this week because I, because I had to tell her she can't have more food or milk. Justine, child care provider from Los Angeles, California. Okay, here's another one. I am a small group home child care provider with five children in my care full time. I depend on the full time care I give to support my family. I have lost families due to loss of jobs that impact how I can support my own family during this time. I have fears every day of how to keep my family safe from the outside virus coming into my home, but I need to continue so I can still pay my bills and feed my own family. This is Angela, a child care provider from Glendale, Arizona. Okay. And so it goes on and on and on. And I want to read this last one to you because it's the article is pretty long, but I just want to read you a couple of them so you can know how the child care providers, the child care owners are feeling and what they're actually dealing with. Um, this one says. We are facing having to close our licensed family child care that has been serving our community for the past 13 years. My enrollment has decreased from 21 children enrolled total, 14 each day to serving four children each day. We need emergency help to pay employees and make up for lost wages. Amy, a child care provider from Aptos, California. Listen, um, I don't have the date on this article. It, it does not have a date at the top. I don't know why, but I wanted to read some of the articles from here, which you can go to zero to three dot org and you can pull these articles up. You can go to your d databases and pull up other articles pertaining to this situation of how COVID-19 has affected the child care industry. But I wanted to share with you on tonight. This is what some of the child care providers, whether they're home or on center center owners, they are facing having to deal with. And so now this country is pushing it so fast for people to go back to work, to get back to basics and get back to the usual. But I do know this, and this is Little Angels LLC podcast. They're moving too fast because at the end of the day, you're going to have people going back to work, whether it be now or towards the fall. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have a lot of people out of work. You're still going to have a lot of people working from home. So I wanted to read those articles to you with pertaining to the child care industry. So now I want to tell you about a conversation that I had with two teachers here in Durham, North Carolina. And I was not aware that one of them was uh, working in the child care industry, but we uh, began to talk and she had someone else at the table talking as well. Both of them work in child care. But I wanted you to know tonight, talking with them, they have said that it had changed. It changed a lot and it, it affects some of the kids coming back into the center because they both work at a center. But I wanted to share that tonight. So the last article that I did was on May the 25th, talking about how COVID-19 has affected the mothers, the children, all of that, because these a lot of women have been affected by their careers even with COVID hitting. And so talking with those two teachers, it let me know that daycare is no longer the same. Childcare is no longer the same. Childcare services is no longer the same. So I wanted to say tonight, listen, it's still a lot of people hurting, still from the residue from this. And 
you still have a lot of things that have changed, that transpired from last year up until this time. And things are still changing. But again, this is my opinion. I just feel like the country is moving just too, just a little too fast. But I'm going to say this. Nothing is more important than taking care of these, these parents, their children, these parents being able to take care of their families and being able to provide for their children and having a service to render for them if they are working from home and if they are um, working. You have child care providers that have children that place them in centers in different places. They may be in the same center with them. I don't know. But I'm just using that for an example because I know that when I worked in the child care industry, when I was working in a center, yes, I was able to take my child because I worked on second shift and able to work a second job back then much younger when my daughter was younger, around about seven or eight. I worked two jobs. Yes, I did. But I do want to say tonight, the services for child care is needed. No money should be held back. No funding should be held back. Nothing should be questioned if businesses were open during this pandemic and before this pandemic. Everything needs to be provided for these child care centers, these um, child care facilities at home, the, everything. Resources need to be provided. And why am I saying this tonight? Because it needs to be said. You know, it seems like that when you apply for things, it seems like it's so complicated. You have to fill out paperwork after paperwork. Well, listen, that's the point of having an LLC in the state that you're in. That's the point of you paying rent. That's the point of you paying utilities, running a business. And so sometimes I feel like this country seems to forget. You got to show proof of this. You got to show proof of that. But if you have it, it's there. Because once you register your business in the state that you're in, that is saying that you have an official business. So I want to speak on behalf of teachers, parents. The children, most of all, because the children are my heart. I have worked in that industry for 20 some years and I did open Little Angels Drop in LLC back in 2019. But because of COVID and I started this new business, I am revamping, regrouping, looking for another place to open up to help serve these families. So I want to say tonight on this podcast with everything that I have talked about on tonight, Talking to those two teachers that's actually working in the center here in Durham, North Carolina. We need to know how everyone feels, even on the side of working with the children. I know that some that they said that some of the kids coming back, they are angry, you know, lashing out, doing things that they may not have been doing before this happened. So, y'all, it has been a change for the children as well as well as for the parents. And so I can never stop being an advocate for these kids because sometimes they just can't say what they want to say. So guess what? I created Little Angels Drop-In Podcast LLC to be able to be a voice for them. So on tonight, take your time to listen to this so you can know that it's just not affecting one state. It's affecting a whole lot of states as the articles that I've read. But I wanted to share those two things tonight. To let people know that they are still feeling the brick of this COVID-19 situation, this pandemic. Whether people want to get their lives back to normal or not, it's still some people that's being affected. The children are being affected. The parents are being affected. The mothers most of all, because they are the nurturers. And they are the ones, mostly, that take care of the kids. They are the ones that are probably at home 
with the kids because if dad is working and mom, it was better for mom to stop working to be at home. So it's been a drastic change. So let us learn on tonight that we need to have compassion to be able to hear people when they want to talk, listen to people when they want to talk and get some things out. Because guess what? It's better for you to release than to, than to suppress. Let me say that again. It's better to release than to suppress. And so sometimes kids are lash out. They'll do things to get attention because somewhere they're hurting on the inside. So I wanted to share that tonight. Let us all keep an open mind to understand that during this, this pandemic and the residue of it as still as we deal with it, because we're still dealing with some people taking their masks already off because the CDC said to, and some are still wearing this, which I'm still wearing mine. But I want to say tonight, let's show some kindness and be willing to listen and hear what some of the parents have to say. Listen when the children come and talk. Listen, when the teachers are talking to you, not to tell you that your child is not doing well, but to give you an attention to let you know that something is going on. Because, again, it has been a, tra a drastic change for them as well as us. So listen tonight. Thank you for listening. I will come back on next week with another article sharing it. I just want you to know and think about this podcast on tonight. Let us be kind to people and let us have an ear to hear what they have to say, because this has been a drastic change in all of our lives. Thank you for your time tonight. God bless and have a good night.